0: Welcome to the Short Term Rentals podcast. Here we share all of the latest news, opinion, and intelligence from across the burgeoning short term vacation rental space, along with thought provoking interviews with industry leaders. My name is Paul Stevens, editor of Short Term Rentals. So, welcome, everybody. I'm George Sell, editor in chief of International Hospitality Media. And today I'm speaking with Dale Smith from the SDDE Smith Group. Welcome, Dale. Do you want to just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your company and then we'll get on to our questions?
1: Yeah. Hi, George. No, thanks for having me. Looking forward to uh, to chatting with you. Um, absolutely. So the SDDE Smith Group, um, we're a group of six client-facing brands, uh, all focused around the real estate sector. Um, So we do everything from providing legal services in our Graysmith legal business through to construction, interior design, uh, and then we do ongoing property management um, through residential and commercial via our Manhattan property brand. Uh, But one of our biggest brands is Host & Stay, which is our short-term rental slash um, holiday home management Currently managing just over 500 properties and looking to take that to a thousand this year. Mainly focusing the north of the UK, uh, gradually spreading a bit further south and a bit further west.
0: Um, okay, right. Well, let's kick on with our questions, Dale. And maybe you can start by telling us what is the best part of your job.
1: Um. Looking for new opportunities and and growth, George, really, that's the, you know, that's the thing that drives me as, as we've evolved as a group of businesses, it's by being looking and saying, you know, what services do we outsource, Uh, how do we bring those in house, how do we grow those uh, as an internal brand, so we can better service the other brands uh, within the group, but also how do we create those into customer-facing businesses that stand on their own two feet. That's, you know, what excites me about what we do and about the growth of the business and just looking for, you know, for new ways to to kind of grow revenue and, and provide complementary businesses, really.
0: Attention, please. The red zone is now... We should add at this point that uh, Dale is at Middlesbrough. What would you say has been your biggest achievement in business today.
1: Um, Biggest achievement to date? Probably growing it to the number of staff that we employ. Um, We employ just over 200 people. In the group, uh, we brought our first external employee, it's worth saying we're a family business, so there's myself, my mum, my dad and my sister uh, involved in the business and the major shareholders, Um, employ just over 200 staff today, we took in our first external employee in November 2018, so we've grown it from from one employee to to over 200 in the last three years, Um, and that's what excites me about the business is, yes we're we're creating new brands and, and growing revenue and developing from that point of view, but With that, we're creating local jobs, we're providing jobs into the local economy, we're contributing back to those communities. That's kind of the driver for me as well as we continue to grow is actually, right, what what can we put back into that community? How do we create more jobs, more employment, and give back from that point of view? Mm
0: -hmm. And and during that fast growth period, what would you say has been your biggest
1: mistake in the business? Um, Biggest mistake, at times, probably growing a little bit too quickly and then happen to try and catch up um the pandemic if anything for us has created new opportunity but the first lockdown actually came at a quite a good timing for us if there was one where it allowed us to actually you know put our foot on the ball stop reassess things solidify a little bit before we started to to grow again um i think i think that you know has had potential to catch us out a couple of times, you know, growing too quickly and then having to come back and look at process and put more infrastructure in, in place. Um, but again, we've learned from that and that's helped us actually look forward. You know, for me now it's about looking several years ahead and saying, right, if we want to get to that point, what infrastructure we need to put in place today, what do we need to invest today so that by the end of 2023, we can actually move on to that next stage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on from from the business focus questions and find out a bit more about you. Um, if you weren't working in hospitality and real estate, Dale, what would you have liked to have been?
1: Oh, so when I was younger um, and in school, so I, back in the day, I wanted to be a footballer. Played for Middlesbrough. Broke my leg when I was fourteen. That that stopped that one. Um, whilst I was in school, if I wasn't going to be a professional footballer I, I really enjoyed law um, and I wanted to go down the route of being a barrister um, so you know it's great now having our own legal business and being able to develop that side that kind of brings a you know a passion that I haven't been able to explore for you know a good while that now we can start and explore and um, I did play golf uh, for England and studied in the U.S. on a golf scholarship. So it was a period of time where I wanted to be a professional golfer. Uh, And then I actually went into the motor industry when I graduated. Family background is in the automotive industry. Said I would never go into it, but ended up getting into it. Um, And that really gave me the foundation uh, to build the businesses we have today. So I've always had uh, an interest in property. That's always been in the background, even when working in, in the automotive sector at uh, corporate level. Um, and the idea always was to build the residential portfolio to the point that it would release us from the day job, which that did in 2017, and everything else has grown from there. So um, so if I wasn't in the hospitality sector, I, I could quite possibly still be in automotive. Um, I would have liked to have been in the legal sector, which we're now getting into. But my dream, my dream, I suppose, would have always been to be a footballer or a golfer, really.
0: I don't think anyone else has ever had five or six different answers to that question. <laughs> sorry, yes, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you in quite changed, a minute, it's changed
1: it? a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's changed a lot.
0: Okay. Um, what is the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you?
1: Um, best piece of advice, uh, if in terms of in terms of growing my my past chief exec at Peter Vardy, where where I worked for six or seven years, Peter always used to say to me, he "Would rather be a lap and a half in front when the wheels." fall off so he's got a chance to fix them and still be in front and that's kind of what I take every day in our business in terms of that you know pushing the boundaries trying to get growth trying to get ahead of the competition you know if we're doing something let's do it do it quickly if we're going to fail at it let's fail quickly reassess what we need to do and then keep moving on I think um, I learned a lot in my role at, at Peter Vardy and take a lot of, from that that's applied to our business today but that's one that always sticks with me and resonates with me mm-hmm.
0: okay okay if you could tell your 18 year old self or you may even want to go back to your 14 year old self yep. when when the football finished if you if you could tell yourself one thing back then what would it be
1: um pr- pr- probably you know commitment and or time commitment in terms of if you want to do something that there's a lot of sacrifices around that but you know and that that's what needs to be done i think if i look back on as I was a younger footballer, um, I probably could have invested more time at that point, even being at you know, 12, 13, 14 years old. Certainly, as I went down the route of being a golfer, can you dedicate literally everything to it? I think I, think I would certainly say that that to me at that point in time from a, from a sports perspective. So I look at that now in terms of our, our businesses. We've grown quickly in the last few years, but that's really through you know devoting pretty much every, every possible hour um to it ultimately that's what's allowed us to get get ahead of um most of our competitors
0: yeah yeah okay so who is the person you admire most in the hospitality or or real estate sectors
1: um do you know i was i've been really impressed lately with um what the guys at cove are doing i know they've got a couple of different brands um really impressed with with what they're being doing been keeping a close watch on those in terms of standard of product that they're creating um, so so really keeping a close watch on those guys you know from a bigger competitor point of view um as well in our space in the, in the holiday let side if I look at what um what Sykes are doing especially under under Graham's guidance as well and the expansion they're doing particularly on on acquisitions is something that um, you know we're aspiring to at the moment we've grown completely organically uh, at the moment but we want to get more into that um, so, you know, really respect what those guys are doing and, and aspire to do some of what they're doing today as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And how about the person you admire most in
1: history? Ooh. Probably, for me, Tiger Woods is, is still one of my great heroes, really. Um, if I look at what he did in terms of, you know, whether you call that a profession or the game or what he did in terms of transforming that, you know, I was lucky enough to kind of, grew up through that era from him actually coming on the scene all the way through the pinnacle of his his career. I think what he did, what he has done is is absolutely exceptional. And I think that points back to what I was saying earlier in terms of you look at what he's dedicated to actually reaching the top of his profession and taking it to another level just shows what, you know, what it takes, but what actually can be done. So, yeah, he's still one of my greatest heroes for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So we know you're pretty handy at golf and football. Yeah. What, what else are you surprisingly good at?
1: Um most, most sports I'm all right at, George. Yeah. Most sports. Tennis, I'm not very good at actually, but that's definitely through uh, through lack of lack of practice. But um but yeah, in, into, into my sports, definitely. Um like I said my, my skill sets really around problem problem solving. Um sales and marketing. I've always loved sales and marketing, that's a real passion of mine. Um I think that's why, again, in our business and our brands, the host and stay brand really excites me in terms of the real estate sector because there isn't there isn't really anything else in property investment that you can, you know, manipulate sales on a daily basis to improve your return. So you know, I've got a real passion for sales and marketing a real passion for finance as well I studied finance when I was at uni So for me host and stay allows me to con- combine those attributes um, to, to actually get a performance out of it whereas a lot of the other property sectors what we do on residential and commercial are quite you know they're quite static really once it's once the property' let you've considerable amount of time before you can look at increasing the ROI on it whereas our host and stay business we can have a you know literally a buy the hour impact on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what are you surprisingly bad at? Um, DIY, terrible, absolutely terrible. That's the that's my enjoy. It. My dad is very practical, um, very hands-on, which is why our business has worked well so far. Because we're quite opposite in in that respect, and we work we blend well together. But yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm pretty bad. They always say it's just a lack of practice and what have you. But I'm I'm not the handiest with a drill.
0: Yeah, you're not the only one. Don't worry. <laughs> It doesn't sound like they come around very often, Dale. But what would your perfect day off be? Uh,
1: perfect day off, um, probably a bit of time with with the family. Um, so I've got two little wife and two little girls. Um, so time off with the family, um, probably also a bit of a bit of a chill out and a spa day. I don't mind a, a bit of relax it relaxation to be honest with you. Um, so a little bit of downtime to re- to rest the mind and rest the body for sure.
0: Great stuff, Dale. Thanks for talking to us today and
1: uh, good luck to the borough tonight. Brilliant. Cheers, Giles. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening
0: to this week's Short Term Rentals podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with industry news, head on over to shorttermrentals.com and sign up to our weekly e-newsletters.